Before we dive in, I wanna let you know about this amazing guide I've put together for you called Be Your Own Boss, the step-by-step guide to nailing down your niche, creating your first offer, and launching your dream business. If you're a new entrepreneur or you've been thinking about starting your business but you're not quite sure where to start or maybe you're not getting the clients you want, this guide is for you. Head to bit.ly slash startmybiz2020 or you can just look below this episode and click the link in there. All right, on to the show. I'm Angela Master Giacomo, and I want to help you launch, grow, and scale your business so you can have that freedom-filled life you desire. I left my 9 to 5 six years ago to do exactly this, and within the first year, replaced my 9 to 5 income, then doubled it, and have been growing non-stop. Since then, I've been able to grow my business while traveling the world, road tripping across the country, speaking on stages, you name it. I have built a life that allows me to do what I love and do it all on my own terms. And that is exactly what I want to teach you. Launching, scaling, impact, creativity, brainstorming, we talk about it all on the story behind the journey and we do it with the raw honesty that's going to help you not just dream about building your business, but actually get inspired to do it. So grab your favorite dessert and get ready to dive into all things business. This is the Story Behind the Journey podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Story Behind the Journey podcast. I am very excited that you're here, as always, and I'm really excited about today's episode because it is all about how to prep for leaving your nine to five. Listen, I know you've thought about it. We both know that you spend a lot of time thinking about leaving your nine to five and pursuing your business 100% full time all in, but have you really thought about how to prep for that? And this is important because if you're just dreaming about leaving, but you don't actually have any kind of plan for what that looks like, it's going to be difficult to actually make it happen. Just like anything else that we think about, dream about, but don't actually put a plan or strategy behind, it gets us all fired up, but it doesn't give us usually the follow through to really make it happen. And so then we get stuck spinning our wheels and we do a lot of dreaming, but we don't necessarily do a lot of doing. And... I want you to quit your nine to five. Like I want you to pursue that thing that you are dying to pursue. I want you to go change the lives that you are meant to change. And you're not gonna be able to do that to the same level if you're stuck in your nine to five. So that's why I'm really excited about this episode and just talking a little bit really candidly about how to prep for that really exciting day when you can walk in and hand in your two weeks notice. That is going to be such an incredible moment. So I know that it can feel a little scary, you know, maybe to actually think about leaving. Like it's one thing to sort of think about it as if it's this far away distant thing. But I know sometimes when you think about the actual like, no, I'm actually going to quit. Like I'm actually going to go out on my own. There is this level of feeling, oh my God, that's kind of scary. So first of all, that is normal. I totally get that. And yeah, it's a big step. Like you don't want to just quit your job with no preparation, right? Which is why we're talking about this today. But I wanted to start to replace that feeling of being nervous or scared or whatever it is with feeling excited because you have to remember, and you know this, that all great growth, all the great stories, they never, ever, ever start without first feeling those butterflies. And this is true of everything. This is true of relationships and life and business and everything else Nothing great has ever happened from something 
from somebody just feeling like, ah, that was really easy. Nothing great has ever happened without first having those butterflies. As far as I'm concerned, those butterflies are a sign that you are onto something amazing. So gotta celebrate them. Now, I did not have the luxury of taking these steps. I wish I had, which is part of the reason I really wanted to talk to you about it today. And that is because I actually got laid off from my nine to five. And for me, I had been kind of thinking about starting my business before that for a little while, but you know, I didn't really, I didn't really know what it looked like. I didn't have a solid plan. I had an idea, but you know, it didn't really know much past that. And so when I got laid off, it kind of forced me to take it seriously. And for me, that was the final straw to say, you know what? I'm sick of getting laid off. I'm sick of, you know, fighting so hard to have these positions at companies that end up making me miserable anyway. And I want to be in control of my own life. I want to be able to have the freedom to, you know, take a random Tuesday off if I want it and to just, you know, be happy. Like I have a right to be happy. And I want to remind you of that too. You have a right to be happy. And if you're not happy at your nine to five right now, something's got to change. And that something is probably you starting your business, which is why you're here, right? So all of this to say, I did not have the luxury of having these steps. And so when I got laid off, I remember I was just sort of scrambling, like it was kind of scary. And for me, I'm a very deadlines driven person. So in a way, it was actually the best thing that could have happened because it forced me to make things happen rather than having the safety net. But everybody is different. And I definitely don't recommend just quitting your job with like no savings or no idea what you're doing. You have to have a plan. And so I'm going to walk you through a couple of those things now. The first I just mentioned, and that is that I want you to have a bit of savings. I don't think it's smart to quit your job if you have a bunch of bills to pay and you have zero money in savings. I am all about the hustle. And like I said, I am very deadline driven. So for me, even if I hadn't been laid off, I probably only would have had a small amount of savings before I quit because I know that if I have that safety net, I might not move as quickly. But if I feel like I have to make the money, I will move quickly. And some people are like that and some people are not. So you just have to kind of gauge what kind of person you are. But I do recommend having some kind of savings. I can't give you a specific amount. Obviously, this depends a lot on you and your lifestyle and your comfort level. But I suggest making it enough for at least a couple two to three months. You don't want to set a crazy goal like having a year's salary because then it can act as almost a crutch to not leave. But you you do want to have a little bit of a cushion. And so a great way that I suggest doing this is to start putting aside the money that you make from your first clients and put that into your, you know, quitting the nine to five fund. And that way you have a bit of a cushion and it also just kind of makes the whole experience, it just feeds into itself, right? Cause you're getting clients, you're taking that money, you're putting it into that savings and you can start to see, like literally see the possibilities. I mean, maybe you even want to do something like every time you put in money there, you take a snapshot and like make it your background on your phone or something. I don't know, maybe that's a nerdy thing to do, but I think having that reminder and getting to see it whether it's, you know, something like that, or whether it's creating a phone background that has your income goals for that month, whatever it is, I think just seeing the money you've made and the money you want to make is a really powerful motivator. And it's also just really inspiring, I think. Number two, have a side hustle or maybe three. Like I said, I am a big advocate of starting a business while you're still in your nine to five and using that money to start to save to quit your nine to five. But there's also just no shame in having multiple side hustles to do that. Or like we've talked about in past episodes, to figure out what you're really passionate about. Sometimes 
your side hustle is the thing you want to turn into the business. And sometimes it's just the thing that you have to make extra money so that you can pursue that business. Or sometimes you just want to figure out what you want to do. It's okay. But whatever you're doing in your nine to five, you have to have that side hustle, whether it's the thing you want to turn into a business or it's just the thing to make money for you while you figure out your, your business. Either way, I think you need to have that. Now, I talk more about this in episode three, how to build your side hustle in under an hour a day, as well as in episode 16, where I talk about how freelancing can lead to more money, clarity, and freedom. But I wanted to mention this one real quick because I do think it's a really great way to test the waters, save some money, and just start to really build up your brand and your audience and your future client base. Number three, you knew this was coming. You have to have a plan. This means knowing what you want to do, when you want to do it, and how you're actually going to do it. This is the part that most people skip, and I know it kind of sounds like common sense, but most people get stuck in the dreaming phase, and they never actually put down on paper how they're going to get there. So you have to think about, you know, what kind of business do I want? Now, this sounds like a simple question, but I have seen people try and wing it. You know, they might go, oh, well, I know I want to have a marketing agency. Okay, well, what does that mean? You know, what does that look like? Well, you do need to have some flexibility in all of this, and I, I fully expect that what you want today and what you want a year from now will change. You have to have that starting point, and you have to kind of know where you're going. I mean, would you get in a kayak and just paddle endlessly hoping you came across something amazing? No, I don't think so. Your arms would get tired, you would probably get hungry, you would get lost, you would be miserable, it would be a terrible experience. And also I've only been canoeing once and yes, all those things happened to me and it's because I didn't know what I was doing and I had no plan around it. <laughs> but seriously, you have to think about this stuff. You know, what kind of business do I want? What do I want that to look like? You know, what kind of services do I wanna offer? What kind of people do I wanna work with? What kind of income do I wanna make? How often do I wanna work? Yeah, you might have to work a lot more in the beginning, but eventually are you trying to build a business that you only work 20 hours a week or are you okay working 50, 60 hours a week? Do you wanna be location independent? Do you not wanna be location independent even though your business is online? Do you wanna have a family? Do you not wanna have a family? Like what does your life look like? Knowing those things is gonna be so important for knowing what kind of business you're building because the last thing you wanna do is build a business that doesn't fit your needs and desires and the life that you wanna build because this is really about building a life you love and changing other people's lives. And in order to do that, you definitely have to have a roadmap. The last thing I want you to keep in mind with this particular one is to think about how you wanna feel. Now this is really important, especially in the early days because we can focus a lot on tangible things, you know, like what do I want this to look like? What do I wanna do? But we forget to think about how we wanna feel. And a lot of times the things we say we want and the way that we actually wanna feel, they do not always line up. So this is a really important one. Take some time on this, journal it out a little bit, and make sure that you're really focusing on how you want to feel. Because you don't wanna quit your nine to five just to end up in a business that makes you feel like you're nine to five. Number four is to create systems. I know this one, another really exciting one, but seriously, it's important. Once you have a plan, you need systems in place to actually execute that plan. So depending on your business, this might mean you know setting up an online calendar so clients can book calls with you, or it might mean getting your Google Drive organized. It might mean batching content for your email list or your social media. Whatever it is, you have to have those systems in place. And 
I know systems kind of sounds like a fancier word than it is, but all I really mean by that is I don't mean you have to have all the tech tools. I don't mean you have to have the latest and the greatest. In fact, I don't want you to get sucked into feeling like you have to buy every single tool out there or the most expensive plan on every single tool. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about having some sort of system so that whatever you're doing is streamlined. I'll give you an example from my own business. When we bring on clients, we have a pretty standard PDF that we send them that tells them everything we're gonna need from them and how we need it organized. So we'll say, you know, we need these five things from you. Here's the Google Drive that it goes in. And I don't have to sit there and type it out every time. I don't have to think about it every time. I can just go, okay, new client, send them the new client PDF, boom, done. That's one example of a system. Another system might be with your lead magnet, right? So maybe that system is that you have a post or run an ad, somebody signs up for your freebie, they get an automatic email with the freebie as well as whatever your nurture series is. And then that's that system, right? That's It's a set it and forget it kind of thing, which is really the point of systems. Whether you're talking about working with clients or you're talking about on the back end, such as with you know freebies or lead magnets, it's about making something as automated as possible or as simple as possible so that you don't have to waste time doing the same things over and over and over, but you just have this quick process you can follow and that you can eventually hand off to someone else, right? Because eventually you you will probably have a VA, you will have team members. And so having a system in place, maybe even having it written down, you know, that this is what happens, that this is how we onboard clients or this is how we run the lead magnet, that's going to help you tremendously and your business is gonna run so much smoother and it's gonna give you so many less headaches if you do this and if you do it from the start. And the last one, which is really exciting, is I want you to put a date on the calendar that you're going to leave your nine to five. I know this one can be kind of scary because like I was talking about in the beginning, it's kind of one thing to dream about it. It's another to go, I'm gonna be out of here on that date. But I promise you, when you have an exit date, it helps keep you motivated. It helps keep you on track. If you know you wanna quit your job in six months, you know what you have to be focusing on to make that happen. There's no room for you to make excuses or to slack off because you know you have a date to hit. And having that date in the back of your mind is really, really motivating. It also doesn't hurt that when you go into work and you have a bad day or you realize that you hate your boss or your coworker is terrible and won't stop talking to you, you can think, I'm gonna be out of here in January. I'm not gonna have to deal with this anymore, right? That's pretty motivating. So I want you to look at the calendar and pick a date. And I cannot pick this date for you. I cannot tell you a time frame, but, Saying that, I know that like me, you probably like to have a little bit of guidance. And so what I would say is kind of similar to the savings thing, like don't make it too short, but don't make it too long. You know, I think if you said, I'm gonna quit my job in two months, but you don't have any clients, that's probably a really lofty goal. I probably wouldn't suggest that. But I also wouldn't necessarily say to plan a year out because I think, again, there is that sweet spot between if it's too far away, it doesn't feel real, it feels like you have more time then you do and and you might be prone to put things off. But if it's too short, obviously you don't wanna set yourself up to be running around in a million directions. Like you want it to be a time you're comfortable with. And so my suggestion is somewhere around the six month mark. But again, this is so dependent on the individual. So just whatever number kind of comes to you, I would probably go with that. I would probably explore it, you know, make sure that from a financial standpoint, everything makes sense. But probably a number popped into your head when I said that. So I would explore that. 
To recap, the five things that you can be doing to prep for leaving your nine to five are number one, make sure you have some savings in place and make sure it is a specific number. I don't want you to be arbitrary here. I want you to set a number. If it's $5,000, it's $5,000. If it's $10,000, it's $10,000. Whatever it is, it has to be a set number because you can only work towards a goal if you are actually clear on what that goal is. Second thing is don't be afraid to have multiple side hustles. Number three, gotta have a plan. Number four, have your systems in place. And number five, put your exit date on the calendar. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and you know of somebody else who might be thinking of quitting their nine to five, please share this episode with them. I would be very grateful. And as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Story Behind the Journey podcast. I will see you next week. Bye for now.